a podcast about Disney animated film. I'm your host, Brooke. I'm your other host, Chase. And we have two guests today. Two guests? That's so many guests. It is. We're going to have hosts outnumbered before long. (laughs) Maybe eventually. So um, today we have Kristen and Devlin. Uh, Kristen and I have been friends for 18 years, and Devlin is Kristen's husband and a friend of the podcast, maybe our number one reply guy. Yeah, Um, and the only person to ever email us. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if the, I feel like if the Drawn Out Chats Facebook group got big, that, like, Devlin would be the moderator. (laughs) I've never been a moderator of anything. Well, there's a first time for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna get to know you guys and your childhood of Disney yeah. and growing up with Disney and what that was like for you. Um, Super. So, which, assuming you guys grew up with Disney, I mean, it would be kind of weird if you've never seen a Disney movie. <laughs> never. Ever in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> What's Disney? <laughs> well, it all started with a mouse. <laughs> so, uh, our first question is, is there a movie growing up that you guys watched, like, on a loop? Like, you rewound the tape and started it over, like, three times a day. Like, like just the one you watched all the time? Probably either Pocahontas or Aladdin. Like, we're pretty constant. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. I apparently watched a lot of Cinderella. Oh, cute. We had a lot of... I watched, I watched a lot of Cinderella. But that was, I, I can't remember watching so much Cinderella, but apparently the, the one that I remember watching the most is Aladdin and the Aladdin sequel. The, which Aladdin and the King of Thieves? Or Return no, of Jafar? Return of Jafar. Oh, no. Return of Jafar. Return of Jafar. Aladdin and King you of Thieves is a million times you know better. What? You know I why? Want... Because Robin Williams is in it. Hey, You know who's not know. in Return of Jafar? Robin Williams. Hey, you know what? Guess what? Like... When I was watching these movies, uh, King of Thieves wasn't out yet. So, <laughs> so, so. Me too. And then when it did come out, my parents were like, no, we're not buying another straight to video. <laughs> it was so good. King of Thieves is good. It's, 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 it's really solid. good. Um, I, you know what? I think Return of the, Return of Jafar has a place. It's got, uh. It's got Jafar probably at his, at his creepiest. Like, he's he's a really good villain in that movie. And it's got Jason Alexander. He does. You know who it doesn't have? Who? Robin Williams. No, it doesn't have, it doesn't have, it doesn't have, it doesn't have Robin Williams. And it doesn't look as good as the other one. But it does. I, I think it's definitely watchable. Sure. <laughs> uh, is your... What's your, like favorite movie today like is that the same as the one you watched as a kid or do you yeah, Disney movie? yeah yeah oh it's 100% Zootopia really 100% why because it's amazing <laughs> it's fair it's true <laughs> I've watched that movie a million times I have watched that movie a million times try everything is the ringtone on my phone and we were watching the movie and I was like in the kitchen and I heard the song come on and I was like oh who's calling me that's weird and then I was like oh wait it's the movie <laughs> Um, it's the greatest movie. It would have to be uh, Rescue Rescuers Down Under. That's another movie that Aww. I liked. That I watched. I watched that a lot as a kid. I actually watched that. I actually didn't watch the first Rescuers movie until I was like a teenager. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Excellent um, choice. 
it isn't just the Norwegian women's choir. As right. great as the Norwegian women's choir is, it just wasn't a good fit. No. Yeah, using a musical melody that you never return to for an a th- right? song that has no connection really to it's anything that's no. going on. No, and not having good a good song, but no connection to the rest nothing. of the Nothing. <laughs> like the lyrics, sure, yes, but it thematically doesn't fit. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then you have a song where people lie, and you're not supposed to do that in musicals. Yep, you can't lie when you sing. That's that's a rule, but that's fine. Those all the rules. But so I liked Rapunzel because she's like yeah. this really independent, like, yeah. She's the one I identify most with. She's like whimsy and artistic. Right. And, yeah. yeah, she's just like yeah, I want to live my life. And she's like, oh no, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> so it's like that's I don't a, know. That's so cute. So and then when the Aladdin live action came out, and they made her mm-hmm. like more independent, and it's more like Jasmine's gonna yeah. rule the freaking yeah. Agrabah. I was like, you go, Jasmine. I still get goosebumps when I listen to Speechless. Like, it's so great. It's so great. And she's... Another another, another uh, shout into the void. Mena Masood, call me. <laughs> Mena Masood will never listen to our podcast. He never will. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um... He'll never marry me either, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who, who might be. Um, I don't know if I'm ever a big prince. Well, that's why we say Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. Or a hero. Yeah, it could be, or it could be like Hercules or oh, Hercules like is good. Nick Wilde. Or it could be the villain. From oh, that's the a, rest that's a, down under. That's a different question. That is a different yeah. question. <laughs> that's a different See, Devlin listens to the show. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, okay, because Devlin's only our third guest who's ever listened to the show, and we've had many guests. See? <laughs> okay. You don't have Disney um, Girl? It wouldn't have to be Hercules. It would have to be. I like King. Or Cusco? Gawky King. Or Enor? <laughs> have you seen my ear pillow pet? Oh, Andy oh. has one. Yeah, He's so cute. Oh, yeah. that that makes sense. Yeah, it's her her sister. Her sister. I have, I have opinions about the, about the about the Pooh Life movie. I like oh, the Christopher Robin. Robin. Yeah, Christopher. So good. I haven't seen it. It's, it's it was amazing. It's it's um it was it was good. You know what? Uh, my opinion my opinion of it is is that like. It has like a good ending. You just have to get like dragged over glass emotionally. To get to it. Oh, like Wuthering Heights. <laughs> it's just like uh, I've read Wuthering Heights. No, um, That's how I feel about Wuthering Heights. It was like, it was like who's an emotional terrorist? I believe is what I heard. And have you seen the new toys that they have at the parks and at Disney stores? Like where they're the where, where the old fashioned the, the yeah, fashion I mean, one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, I don't think I could. I can't. That's part of what. That's part of why. Like, it was on, and I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it is because, like, by the end, I was like, "Please, throw them in like a washer, please." I'm begging you, because this was like, like the whole like the whole thing where he like goes back. Don't to, like, the... spoil it. Brooke hasn't seen. I it. haven't seen. It. <gasps> well, don't yeah, you, spoil you, it. You've seen like you've seen like the no. you've seen like the trailers. You've the seen what they look like. Of my the... knowledge of Christopher Robin is Winnie the Pooh standing on the counter facing Ewan McGregor saying, 
I have the high ground now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. That's all I know about the movie. Just, just watch the movie. Don't, don't spoil it. Just go watch the movie. Okay. It's great. Right. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, so, favorite villain would be our next question. Yes. Oh, that would be that would be Maleficent or um, mm, Amen <laughs> or Doctor Facilier or um, freaking the um, the poacher from the rescue. <laughs> I love him. I thought he did it. I thought uh, I can't remember that actor's name now. I can't remember who voiced him, but I thought he did like uh, uh, I didn't have the third grade for nothing. <laughs> Rangers, no, no, oh no, don't call the Rangers. <laughs> so that's like like that's like half my childhood is my dad quoting that dude. <laughs> I get you eggs. I get you eagle. <laughs> so what happens? Audio for when we actually watch it. Yeah, we'll just like edit it in. <laughs> Instead of music, when we watch Rescuers Down Under, we'll just have Devlin's voice. <laughs> I get you eggs, I get you I get you lizard eggs, I get you eagle, I eagle eggs. Joanna! Uh, <laughs> Joanna! Um, I also love the, the, uh, the other. I feel like. In, in that movie, I feel like, um, like they, they like sometimes they, 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 they try, they don't really try hard to get like an Australian accent because clearly, like, he doesn't have an Australian accent, right? But like, all the animals he has in his, in his, like, in his, like, poacher's den behind Cage, they all have fake, varying Australian accents <laughs> that's, that are absolutely a joy to listen to. <laughs> okay, so favorite Disney villain. I've put them into three different categories. One that, like, really terrified me as a kid was Ursula. Just, like, I, like, I could not watch that because she was terrifying. Favorite Disney villain that I hate, like, actively can't stand is Gaston. <laughs> and favorite Disney villain like that I like enjoy is Hades because he's just so like hilarious. Hades is very funny and like he's so funny. He's the one you like hate to love, right? Like, exactly. You almost want Hades to win just <laughs> just a little so bit. Funny. Yeah. yeah. If Hercules wasn't so sweet, right? I'd be rooting for Hades. Yeah. <laughs> Makes okay. that movie very interesting to watch. I yeah. Feel, I feel bad that James Woods is kind of. T- Oh really? Yeah, he's he's not good. <laughs> well, that's a bummer. Yeah, but <laughs> drag it down. His, his performance in that movie was very good. I love, I love, yeah. the, I love the villains of for all. What's your favorite Disney song? I mean, it would have to be. Um, try it. Again. Are you answering for me? <laughs> well, uh, can you come up with an answer that doesn't try everything? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, I like the. I can see the light, or I see the light oh, from Tangle. Yes. That was yeah, like. That's true. That one's good. Oh, that one's good. I mean, you're that close to dancing to that at our wedding. So. Aww. I like that one. But, I mean, try everything's like inspiring. Mm. I like your welcome. 
<laughs> I like I like you all. Um, I I enjoy Dwayne Johnson and all of his works. On the list of like on the list of like villain songs, my favorite because uh, I love villains. That's my that's my favorite thing about the Disney movies. Um, my favorite villain song is probably um, "Every Little Piece" from um, <gasps> from Pete's Dragon, Dragon, which is like that's a great song. <laughs> I'm struggling to remember that one. Yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's the one where they're like describing. How they're gonna cut up and sell all the different oh, parts. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like like where he's like yeah. he's, he's like he's like cracked open the medicine book. Mm-hmm. Slice him up, dice him, him up. up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all the different uses of dragon. dragon. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, wait, is it the at first I was like, wait, is it the family villain villain song or is it like the, yeah. the Charlatan villain song? Yeah. No, it's the Charlatan villain song. It's, yeah. Nice. I have like a I have like a a a CD and it's just all Disney villain songs and it's like that's awesome. <laughs> that's a, he's yeah, a very charismatic villain and silly at yeah. the same time. I like yeah. Him. yeah. And um, do you have um, Kristen? I know you've spent lots and lots of time in the parks, and so definitely you probably have recently too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have any like um, like really good park memories that you would want to share? Ooh. I met Gerard Butler at Disneyland. What? Yes. This is my favorite Disney story. So I was with my friend and we were getting on Thunder Mountain and she used to work there. Well, she, at the time she worked there, this was a few years ago. And anytime you see those people wearing like the plaid vests, mm-hmm. they're usually escorting like a celebrity around the park. Mm-hmm. So she's always like got her eyes out for them. And we get on Thunder Mountain and like, three cars in front of us she sees a plaid and she's like there's somebody famous with that person so the whole time we're on the ride we're like trying to figure out who it is and like i want to say halfway through the ride before, like when you're growing up and before you swoop down where you can now see star wars land that like turn oh like the goat yes okay so that like turn i like see his face and i'm like it's gerard butler <laughs> we're on the ride with gerard butler <laughs> so we like finish the ride whatever and then afterwards, he, like, gets off, and then we get off, and people are like, oh, Gerard Butler, let me take your picture. And she was like, I'm going to take a picture with him. And I was like, no, you're not. We are not going to be those people. He is just at the park trying to enjoy himself. We are not going to be those people. Mm-hmm. So we're walking down the way, like, down that hill, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we, like, get in front of him, and my friend pulls out her phone and, like tries to take a selfie with him in the background mm-hmm. and she does successfully. And then she's like showing it to me. And then all of a sudden he like, pops his head in between us, <laughs> and he's like, did you get me? And like, taps her on the shoulder. And we all like, we were like, what the heck? And we just like busts up laughing. He's like, <laughs> and then like, what went on his way. Nice. It was like the greatest thing in the world. That's incredible. It was so cool. I was like, this is the best day ever. I and went, it really was. I went on the Tomorrowland Rocket Racers before they took it out. Oh, man. <gasps> that was the my favorite rocket ride. ride. The rocket ride. Is that the one that went like, 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 all around Tomorrowland? Yes. Oh, man. I, I never got like, to do that. I never got to 60 in six seconds or something. I never got to go on that. It like your grandma broke down. Wow. That's impressive. Grandma Mary? Yeah, Grandma Mary. She's the greatest woman. <laughs> That's 
but I remember it being I remember it being like a lot of fun. I was upset when they took it out. I was really mad. I always wanted to go on that. Because it never worked. Yeah. <laughs> it never. What I, what I was, Is it working today? What I was what I was told was that like the technology for that ride was like just like it was they were they were like they were stretching it a little too far. Yeah. So, so you're saying it it broke down more often than racers. I feel like racers breaks down all the time. Oh. What? No, really? No. I've never had that broken no. down. No. Okay, my oh maybe I'm just my cousin used to work there and he was at racers all the time. He's like, yeah, I have to like even if it's something little. He's like, yeah, we 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 send people back like fairly often. Hmm. Hmm. Really? No, because it was like the rockets was like every time you'd go, it'd be like, yeah. maybe it's working today, maybe mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. yeah. And they like wouldn't try to like. It would either be on that day or it wouldn't. It's not like they tried. Gotcha. So we watched a short today. We watched Trail Mix Up from 1993. This is our first anything 90s. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I think so. Yeah. So. Cool. So 90s kids, if you're listening, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a Roger Rabbit short. Uh, that makes sense. That's what we're watching today. Yeah. And it's a... Um, it was made after the movie. It was like, oh, the movie's so successful. Let's make a bunch of shorts. So they did. Mm-hmm. And so Roger Rabbit and Baby Herman and the mom are going to Yellowstone National Park. It was it Yellowstone? It, it was, was Yellowstone. Oh my gosh, I didn't Ew. catch that. Ew. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I didn't either. Oh, gross. Yeah. And then um, Roger's left alone with Baby Herman while the mom goes off to hunt. In kick-ass hiking heels. Yes. Gorgeous hiking heels. Yes. They were incredible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Roger doesn't want to, Roger doesn't want to um, watch Baby Herman, and she threatens him with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Like, she pulls a knife out from under her. Like, she's also wearing, like, a, a skirt or something. Like, yeah. She, she's like, going to hurt. She's going to hunt in, like, skirt and Yeah. Heels. Which is, like, I'm pretty sure there's a video game like that. It's, like, a zombie game, but you play as, like, a 50s suburban housewife. No, they were going to, but I don't think they ever made it. Oh, man. That would have been cool. That's funny. Um, Let's see. And then they're doing all kinds of, like, you know, foresty camping things. Try to make a fire. He pulls out... He sets out the wood, he pulls out a fiddle, throws away the fiddle, uses tries to use the bow to start the fire. That mm-hmm. was a good bit. It was it a was good bit. <laughs> and then out comes Ranger Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> All legs. <laughs> All legs. And then she just, she's just like, oh, yeah. Only no. you can prevent forest yeah. fires. <laughs> she just, like, gets back and drives away. Yeah, she's yeah. just there to be there. Yeah. yeah, and then Roger does not light the fire on the wood. He lights the fire on himself. And everywhere else. Yeah. Was that when he did it? No, no, no. no, no. He poisoned the whole yeah. forest. And so Furman's wandering off and he finds a bug. He throws it on Roger. Roger freaks out and sprays a bunch of poison and kills the whole forest, which I thought was funny. That was a funny was gag. A good, good I love that the little caterpillar had his own little lunchbox. Yeah. 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 His own business was right. horrible. He was just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> My notes on this are very sparse. Um, I think this is about the point where um, her baby Herman starts following a beaver, mm-hmm. thinking it's yes. a dog. And up at the sawmill. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a bit. Baby goes through a bunch of dangers in the sawmill. Yeah, there's a bit where the um the beaver is chewing through a big tree and Herman's climb, you know, like crawling underneath, and Her- Roger's like, no, you know, you're, you're gonna get squished, and then the tree starts to fall over on Roger, but Roger goes mega fast to a hill and off in the distance. He's like, hooray, I made it, and then the tree falls all the way across the screen and hits him. <laughs> 
that, that, that was a really good literally like, cleaves the hill in half. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> it's a, yeah. There were a lot of, like, I felt like, because Roger, the, the, the whole, like, Roger Rock movie is more of, like, a, it was a, it was a collaboration between Disney, Disney and Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and I feel like this cartoon leaned heavier into the Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. it totally felt like a like a precursor to the Animaniacs Mindy and Buttons yes. shorts. Yeah, I yeah. was like, like this feels more like the itchy the things itchy and scratchy. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, this is this is more uh, Tom and Jerry. Um, Sylvester and Tweety Bird style yeah. style hijinks and then like mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse and Goofy and all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like how to put my finger on what it is that's different. It's like, but it like was different. Slapsticky. It's, well, it's but little, I don't want to say that the Disney shorts aren't slapsticky because like we watched the whole thing with Pluto getting mugged. Yeah. Like, and the various slapstick humor that came out of that. Right. Um, but I don't think I don't think Disney did as much of like. Because there's, there's, like, a, cause there's like a, a scene in this movie where Roger gets, like, gets, like, crushed between two logs. And, that, yeah. and, and his head, like, comes his head flat. flat. His head comes up flat. And I don't know if ever, um, like, he does he does that. And then there's one where he actually, like, goes through the saw blades and comes yeah. out the other end mm-hmm. as a bunch of, like, miniature Roger rabbits. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Disney ever did quite that level of, um. Of what I, I don't think Mickey or Goofy or Donald ever caught got like damaged that much in their car- I think that's a good point because I'm, I'm trying to think, like, especially the Pluto one we just watched. I think like the bulldog gets hit in the face with the uh, manhole cover, right? But it, I don't think it like squishes him flat or yeah. like has a lasting impact in any way. Yeah, like yeah. the most you get is like a you know, like a really tall goose egg yeah. after being hit on the head or something. Like the birds. Yeah, yeah, that's but... yeah, that's the part. And like, you know Um Warner like Warner Brothers had like um, at the Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner cartoons, yeah. yeah. he, he was always like he was always like falling off cliffs, and then he'd like he'd like walk away as like like a pancake with legs or something. Mm-hmm. Or he'd like he'd like uh, or he'd like he'd like blow himself up, and then like like an invisible force would just kind of like dust him up into like a mm-hmm. thing and just yeah. kind of carry him away mm-hmm. or like something like that. Yeah, I guess you could call it like it has more family friendly body horror. Warner Brothers. I guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, exactly. It's it's family friendly body horror, horror, and Disney doesn't do that. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Dis- yeah, Disney never did. Never. I don't think Disney that was not as extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah Disney never quite. There are that. some great gags in here. Otherwise, like the um, I went on Splash Mountain slap sticker on the back of the log. Yes, we had to look that up on the internet. <laughs> yeah, we, we tried to look there, but so, we didn't know what it said. <laughs> yeah, we tried po- like going through and pausing it, and it didn't work, and. Um, then because we went through it, we saw the one oh, poster yeah. for Betty that Boop. Was cool. mm-hmm. That was adorable. My favorite bit was um, when we first see the beaver, he's salting the tree. That was oh, funny. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was great. I like the beaver in general. I like, um, I like, Roger, I like Roger Railroad. Um, I, I have a very soft spot for old, like, uh, you know, old Chuck Jones cartoons. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I, I like that. I, I, I like that style of like exaggerated, of exaggerated facial mm-hmm. expression, that kind of thing. Like his eyes got like super big. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's like, yeah, as big as the log at one point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, oh, and then there's one part where oh, that's more his eyes though. like 
pop out mm-hmm. and they like actually make divots in the grass or in the ground. Yeah. 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 yeah, they did. I was like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's and, the kind of thing Tex Avery would do. Yeah. And at the very end, they end up destroying Mount Rushmore. Which oh that oh that when they when they went to like oh that's right I forgot they went to like a weird like meta yeah and then they break character and everyone's like Roger you wrecked yeah, it yeah they shoot out the studio but um, but at the same time Americans have already destroyed uh, seven uh, <laughs> seven fathers is it seven seven grandfathers? grandfathers yeah the seven grandfathers well that's, I just figured Roger Rabbit was reclaiming it like he just he destroyed the imperialist evidence, mm-hmm. but he also destroyed the sacred mountain. But I, I guess fair. it was already it was it already, was already destroyed. It was he already was just, destroyed. Yeah. Anyway, um, indigenous independence. <laughs> and then he ends up like planting. I mean, he undoes everything he did by then planting the flag. This American flag. Mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes. Oh, yeah, made, made, out, made out of his clothes. Yeah, made out of his clothes. That was, that was, that was, that was kind of clever. clever. And that when was he funny, plants it, it and it pierces the planet and it zooms it's off. Like it's, yeah, it zooms away like a balloon. Take that, flat earthers. Yeah, take that. Yeah, take that. No, they're right. Now it's like a deflated balloon. Now it's like flat. Now it is flat. Now. It wasn't before. Just to be clear. <laughs> Maybe that's what, like it slowly inflated over time. Like, and so when Columbus like went around the world, quote unquote, it was new. It wasn't that big around before. And We're then attached with Roger giant Rabbit, helium. Yeah. Yeah. And then Roger <laughs> Rabbit destroyed it and now it's flat again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um on that note. In the beginning, God inflated the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the beginning. Remember in, when they're, when Roger's trying to start the fire and he tells the baby to like be careful of his wiener? Yep. Yep. That was really As Jessica Rabbit is walking up with her yeah. long legs. That was really inappropriate. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit, but uh, I have I have opinions about the way Jessica Rabbit is animated in the main film. She's better animated than this. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as you've probably gathered, we're watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit for a feature. Woo! When was the last time you watched it? Probably pre-Devlin? Yes, yeah, so that's like... That's a long time ago. Yeah. That's like, that's like, probably... Definitely before we got married. Yeah. So like over nine years ago, I will. I I may have watched it, but it's been at least five years. Yeah. Um, I watched I watched a good portion of it recently to make sure that this DVD worked. <laughs> she did. Yeah, I cheated. I mean, I that's it. a good idea because we've run into DVD VHS rental troubles in the past. <laughs> and, and, and sure so, have. And and um, and because because that's the thing is that I got it from my grandma's house and I don't think it's been played since I was like. A teenager. <laughs> so, like... I loved this movie as a kid, though. Mm-hmm. It was definitely one of my faves. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to tell the listeners a story that I've told to Chase and I told I told Kristen. <laughs> um, that when Devlin and I were talking about which, which movies <laughs> um, they would do, um, I gave him a few options for things that were coming up. And he's like, oh, Tron sounds fun. Let me go talk to Kristen. I didn't say anything, but I knew that... Devlin was going to go to Kristen and say, hey, what about Tron? And Kristen was going to say, no, we're doing Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what happened. Actually, I think I got mad at him because he said we would do Tron. 
And I was like, no, no. you have to tell her that we're doing Roger Rabbit. Yeah, see, I didn't put down Tron. I, I was going to wait until you got back to me. I knew what the result was going to be, but I knew you weren't going to do Tron. <laughs> Just saying. Well, originally I wanted to do Zootopia. But <laughs> that's in like that's in like five years. You were like, yeah, that's going to be a while. You can still do Zootopia, but it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take us, like, we're going to spend most of 2020, like, just getting through the 90s. Uh, Brooke, when was the last time you watched Two Frame Roger Rabbit? Um, I think it was a few years ago. It, it was on Netflix for a long time, so I think I watched it, like, two or three years ago when it was first on Netflix. Because um, I found out that my younger brothers hadn't seen it. Oh. Tragic. Yeah. So you fixed that right away. Yes, I did. Good. Yeah, so... My brother, who's home right now, he's only seen it once, I think. And I told him that, you know, you can come watch it with us, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he will because he's a teenager and we're old. <laughs> oh, man. He also has a thing. <laughs> the thing That's is, right. He's very busy. <laughs> the thing is over, I think. Um, I don't remember the last time I watched this movie. I have a feeling, like, in my heart, like, in my jellies, I feel like... I was at a party and watched it recently, but I have no memory of it. I just Mm. feel it. So I couldn't tell you the last time I watched this movie. I know I watched it as a kid. Like, my friends had it and loved Mm -hmm. it, and I hated anything that didn't have singing princesses, but... All right, so we're going to go watch it. We will see you later. Welcome back. What'd you guys think? I liked it. I still, it's still, it's so great. Yes, it's a good movie. It is. Is it a kids' movie? Probably not. Probably not. not. Did we watch it as children? Absolutely. (laughs) Should we have watched it as children? Too late now. Yeah, too late now. I don't know. It might be one of those things like kids don't get a lot of those jokes, but you still enjoy the humor. You can't. Yeah. You can't like make judging for children. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Actually, I was doing some research. Um. Tim Curry auditioned for Judge Doom, but it was too, he was too scary. <laughs> he was too scary. Wow. And um, some guys from Monty Python wanted the role, but they were like, no one's going to take Monty P- anyone from Monty Python seriously as a scary villain. Christopher Lloyd was perfect. He did a very good he job. Was. I feel like I would have preferred Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Oh. I also, re- well, I mean, these are from IMDb, so you can take them with as much salt as you need. It also says that Robin Williams was considered for the role, both the roles of Doom and of uh, Eddie Valiant. Like he wouldn't play both, but like he was right. considered for both roles. Well, here's a fun sense. fact about Eddie Valiant that we recently mm-hmm. discovered: they originally wanted Bill Murray. Yeah. Like mm. no questions asked, Bill Murray, but they couldn't get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. So he missed out because mm-hmm. he notoriously. Or infamously doesn't have an agent. Yeah, Bill Murray Murray fires his agent. And so the only way... I don't know if he has an agent right now, but at that point in time, you didn't have an agent. So the Mm -hmm. only way to, like, get in contact with him was you either had to have his phone number or you had to have, like, one of his friends Mm -hmm. contact him. And when Bill Murray heard that he missed out, he, like... He like lost his mind. He, he like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he read he read it in an he read an interview in a magazine describing that, and he was in public and he screamed because <laughs> yeah. he would have taken it no That's questions so asked. But you know what? I don't think it would have been as good. 
Yeah, Bob Hoskins was nice because like you don't bring any expectations to Bob Hoskins the way that you would have for Bill Murray or Eddie Murphy. All claims that he also turned down the role of Eddie Valiant, hmm. or at least that's what IMDb says. Hmm. Uh, the thing about the thing about Bob Hoskins is I feel like I feel like Bill Murray um, would have um, tried to make it would have tried to make it like funnier. Would have tried to make the role funnier. Uh, part of why Bob Hoskins works so well is because over, over the course of that whole movie, he doesn't really he doesn't really laugh. He doesn't really like crack so many. Uh, he he doesn't he doesn't like crack jokes with a smile. He cracks them with like an absolute straight face. Yeah. And he and he delivers like so many of these like these. He he plays like a. He plays as a uh, like a hard boiled detective, like mm-hmm. to the hilt, like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And I feel like that you, really works. You need yeah. him to be the straight man for ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's only that last bit. Well, even in that last bit when he does his little song and dance, mm-hmm. it's funny because he's still doing it with he's his still, straight he's, face. Yeah, yes. he's, still, he's still incredibly stiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and it's, it's and it just hilarious. makes it much funnier. I mean, and that's yes. that's why it was um, Buster Keaton's thing to do everything with a straight face. Mm-hmm. Like, he did that his entire career, like, and when he came to, when he, like, started with the studio, like, they wanted to have him smile at the end, but test audiences hated it. So. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That pan has been humor for years. It really has. <laughs> so what year does Roger Rabbit take place? 1947. 1947. 1947. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's that makes sense, because we have, like, the vet from World War II. We have, a, we, have a, we have a lot of vets from World War II in that bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw one. There's only one that's uniformed, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you can tell um, uh, one of them is clearly seen mute. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mute. Or um, deaf or whatever. Uh, Judge Doom grabs an mm-hmm. empty sleeve. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who's wearing the uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he grabbed the empty sleeve to wipe away on mm-hmm. the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, you know, this is definitely post World War Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and this movie is it's it was released nineteen eighty eight, um, and it opens with a baby Herman and Roger Rabbit short. Like we get through, like an almost an entire short. Before they break and they're actually filming the short mm-hmm. with the tunes, which I thought was like, you gotta imagine what that would have been like, right? Like, that's a normal for you to see a short before a film. Yeah. Whereas, like, I guess we didn't grow up with that being the norm, but yeah. in the yeah. 80s, that's still it the was norm, still, It was right? still fairly, like, with Disney movies at the time, occasionally you'd get an animated short. Sometimes you'd get, like, a nature documentary short. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching those. Mm-hmm. Um... So that when it breaks, I'm like, oh, it must have been really cool to feel like you're watching the short. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, no, it's actually the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means we don't have opening credits. Is this our first right. film without opening credits that we've watched? There was That's like, there was it might scene. be. Because Star Wars was kind of the first film to break the idea of opening credits. Um, and that's like, what, 10 years earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is our first... Since Star Wars, this is our first... No, Tron was live action. And they had credits in the beginning for Tron. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this might be our first one without opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought yeah, was interesting. The, um, the only thing I can think is that it plays... The, like, right before it plays the title, it plays, like... It shows, like, 
who was presenting it, but that's about it. Yeah, which is normal for a short. It's not like about like the whole film, right? It's yeah. just like yeah. a short yeah, presentation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like they don't mention like animators in the short presentation credits because that would kind of break the illusion of the tunes being yeah, yeah, right yeah, exactly. unique thing. I don't know it was really interesting it was yeah. just kind of struck me because we talk a lot about opening credits on the show um, and so I'm curious to see if our next film if there's opening credits or not yeah so um, and we were noticing some really insane animation details in the opening short like Devlin you pointed out the reflections yeah. in, in the kitchen floor yeah. and things like um, that Richard Williams has a long history. He's a he's a he's famous, especially in the animation industry. Um, he's been doing this. He was animating for years and years and years. He wrote, I think, it's called the Animator Survival Guide, mm. and he is he is well known for doing um, incredible, incredibly detailed, um, often often over detailed animation so like in, in this um and you can tell the you can tell the difference between this and the and the short we watched mm-hmm. so the short kind of had um a lot more a lot more static background so you could tell yeah. that it was the characters kind of interacting on a um you know like on a on a, st- on a stage you, mm-hmm. can, you can tell but in the sh- in the in the beginning of Roger rabbit you can tell that there's like the the background is more the background is more dynamic. Um, the camera moves more dynamic. Yeah, they, the camera the camera moves more dynamic. Like moves across <laughs> multiple axes, which you would see in a which you would see like in a which is like a standard thing for like live action films. Mm-hmm. But it's um, I don't I don't know I'm not an animator, but I would suspect that moving. A cam like moving your perspective across multiple axes, axes must be incredibly difficult. Yeah, if you're changing the perspective of your subject, that's a tough thing to do as an animator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, he did a phenomenal job with the opening. So I imagine he animated the whole film more or less, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and um, I think that's that's why they brought him on is because they they would need somebody of who would who would be able to do that in order for the animated characters to interact to mm-hmm. fully interact yeah, in order for them mm-hmm. to feel makes real. Makes a lot of sense. I think did you mention that you prefer Jessica Rabbit in the short? Yeah, I do. Um Jessica Rabbit in the the only way I can put it is that in the live action version like when I was a kid I probably didn't notice <laughs> it. But if Jessica Rabbit's movements and the move me um, dip very far into the uncanny valley. A little bit, yeah. It's it's something that I never noticed until like I until like this viewing in the viewing before this. Uh, <laughs> um, Jessica Rabbit, like her like the way she moves like her arms and like at like at the way she like moves around looks it looks like somebody fed just footage of like femme fatales. Mm-hmm. over the years into like a neural network <laughs> <laughs> and then just like Jessica Rabbit Jessica Rabbit came out the other end and so like it's it's like every single one of her movements like her like her arm like her whole body moves and it doesn't like it moves in kind of a almost inhuman way 
Hmm. And so it's once I notice it, I can't unnotice it. It's just. I wonder if that has because they used a lot of model work for her because she interacts, I think, with the live action actors probably more yeah. so than anybody else. Except for maybe, maybe Roger. Except for maybe Roger, but even a lot of Roger's stuff is like prop comedy yeah. or like he's mm-hmm. not stroking people or putting mm-hmm. napkins over their heads. Like he's not doing yeah. as actor, much with the people. Actor, the actor for Roger, I think he like he insisted on wearing a mask or something for like that or so like it was, huh. it, was some, it was something like that yeah like, he was in like a co- like he was in a costume of some sort like delivering lines off camera like for the live actors to bounce mm-hmm. off of and um, I read that staff members at the studio would see him in that costume and say man the special effects are really bad but um so we, uh, so we, he, uh, Roger Rabbit blows a, like, they, they get to the very end and then he blows his, his line. His line. He sees birds instead of stars. Oh, yeah. When, when the, when the phrase drops on him. And this is when we learned that baby Herman is a dirty old man. Yeah. yeah. He walked straight under a girl's skirt and flipped it up and did a little smirk. Mm-hmm. And that just set an entire tone for this movie that did not make me very happy. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was the first of many similar gags. Yeah, I was trying to get my brother to watch it with us and I was telling him, it's the least Disney Disney movie. And he was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then, so we find out the conflict is that Roger's blowing his lines because he's upset about Jessica. No, they're like... Or um, they think he is. Or like, they're like, oh, his wife is bad news. She's poisoning him or whatever. Let's prove that he's... That, uh, so they bring in Eddie Valiant to say, oh, you know, find out that his wife's... You know, find out for sure if his wife's stepping out on him and then he'll leave her and then he'll go back to normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is just part of a larger plot. Yes. And so he Eddie goes to the Ink and Paint Club which is kind of like the Cotton Club um, in Harlem back in the like back in the day. It was like Incan, the Cotton Club was a um, all the performers were in servers were black, but the um, only white people could be guests, and usually they had like insane like pandering jungle themes and stuff like that. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of that kind of sets a tone for the, that I've seen for part of this movie, which is the metaphor that the tunes are like a. Like a minority. Yeah. 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 And then Ink and Paint yeah. Club, same thing. Um, tune servers, tune performers, performers human only guests. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just, we did skip over a really great line. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Who needs a car in LA? <laughs> <laughs> we all laughed at because we all live here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also looked up. He was he was charging a hundred dollars to do. He was charging a hundred dollars to do the job. Yeah. A hundred dollars in nineteen forty seven is about one thousand one hundred forty eight dollars today. Day. Fifteen hundred bucks for eleven. Eleven. Oh, for eleven hundred forty eight. Okay. Twenty four hour job. Plus expenses. Plus expenses, expenses. um, which would include, like, your Ink and Paint Club cover costs and drink costs and Mm -hmm. your... Mm -hmm. I guess, like, before... I wonder what PI rates really are. Like, I have no concept for what I would... But, I mean, they work, like, case to case, so who knows how many cases they get. Right. Yeah. In a time frame. And then, like... 
you know, if you're spending, like, if you're going, if you're trying to catch them out at night, you're not working nine to five necessarily. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You're working, like, around the clock to mm-hmm. solve this thing. I wonder thing. what, like, I think the only PIs that I can think of are people, like, You know dumb. a lot of them? <laughs> no. No. The, the only, like, cultural ones I can think are, like, bondsmen and, like, dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Like no, no, but that would be like yeah, Jessica Jones. She's... Oh, I've never, I, I haven't watched Jessica. Oh, Jones. I was like thinking of her the whole time. No, like awesome. every time that Eddie reached in and pulled out a thing of whiskey, I was like Jessica Jones, my girl. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, PIs aren't like a thing. I don't know. Maybe. They're for catching people who cheat. Isn't that, like, what they're notorious for? And that's really easy to do on the internet now. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I wonder if you're a PI, your job mostly you sit at a computer. You figure out, like, okay, you hack an email, Mm -hmm. you go show up at their dinner, and you snap some photos, and you're done with your day. Mm -hmm. Right? There you go. It would probably be a really different job than it was in 1947. (laughs) Yeah. Or even 1988. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, really. 2000. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so are we in the Ink and Paint Club yet? Yeah, unless we want to discuss Dolores. We've oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's got to get the camera from Dolores first. Yeah, Dolores is clearly his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. who has loaned him money. Mm-hmm. Probably $100. It sounds mm-hmm. like the 100 yeah. he requested yeah. is because yeah, that's what he owes Dolores. It's for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... We definitely get the, like, he's, like, wait, I don't know, it's 1947, men are inappropriate to women, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but, like, Sure. But, like, when Angela comes up to the bar, he's, like, worse to her, and so that's, like, our cue that he's, like, a dirtbag. It was just, like, really awkward. I was like, okay, so, like, everybody's kind of garbage to women throughout this film, but the guys who are worse... Those are the guys that we don't like because they're worse to women. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> okay. yeah, like I feel like the only like save the cat moment that Eddie gets is when he's riding on like on the back of the red car because he can't afford it, and he helps a little kid like get on back with him. It's a really cute save the it's cat. It's a good moment. save the cat. Yeah, <laughs> and like the kids are like, but, "What but, are you doing here, Mister?" <laughs> don't you have a car like you're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he bums cigarettes off the kids. <laughs> really cute. Yeah, but, you know, you, you can you can have an, um, an unlikable hero and still have them save the cat. And that's normal for your hard-boiled PIs, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, restraint and money are the, is the only thing keeping this room that we're in from being plastered in pictures of Humphrey Bogart, so I get it. <laughs> um, I don't know, that scene in the bar, I don't like, I've always enjoyed the part when he, like, the guy has the hard-boiled egg, and he, like, is peeling it, and it's just so random, but then he, like, shoves it in his mouth, and I, even as a kid, like, I just really enjoyed that, and I don't really know why. Because you're a mean kid. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's like, pretty funny. Why does he even have a hard-boiled egg? Apparently that's, like, a thing that they have in bars, I think. Or maybe those are, like, pickled those eggs. Those are usually pickled oh, eggs. Pickled yeah. Eggs. He, like, had to have, like, brought that with yeah. him. Like, I, just I think they probably so just random. wanted it for the pun of, like, I mean, the hard-boiled so detective funny, right? yeah, hard-boiled yeah. egg. Well, cause, and then they do that great close-up on Dolores as she steps, like, towards the camera. His brother was killed by a two. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 
that's my that's that's one of my favorite scenes from that because she says um, his brother was killed by a tune, and every, all the bar patrons like turn their heads, and then she says, "Drop the piano on him," and then they just like go back and it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you <laughs> that's know, it's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's acceptable." Oh yeah, yeah, of course, like. Yeah. If if a two is gonna kill somebody, he's gonna drop a piano. I mean, they were like, "Oh, what if it's another Black Dahlia situation?" <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nope. <laughs> nope. It was just kind of a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it felt very much like the like we're all looking dramatically as he leaves. She delivers the line. End scene. We all turn back to our drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we've seen, like, um, a bunch of Disney cameos at the oh, studio. Oh, that's right, yeah. The, these are just the ones I wrote down. Dumbo, uh, tons of Fantasia friends, mm-hmm. uh, Br'er Bear. Mm-hmm. We could spend the entire rest of this episode just listing tune cameos oh, yeah. from this film. I think Clarabelle Cow was in there. Yeah. yeah. They had all the cows like auditioning for lines mm-hmm. or yeah, something. Yeah, they had yeah. their mm-hmm. scripts in their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because he says like, we got like Dumbo and half the cast of Fantasia. What other movie are you making that features Dumbo and half the cast of Fantasia? What are you <laughs> That's doing? A good with, question. What are you doing with these actors and actresses? <laughs> what are, you, I what mean, are they making a movie, or is he just using them because he had the brooms? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, so he, had like, the, he had the brooms sweeping up, but I think he had like the it, the hippo going like. She looked around. like she was going to a ballet audition of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it kind of felt like I, this might still be the era in Hollywood where they're still making like review movies. Like it's not like a story or a musical per se, but like just you know, a review show. But in a movie. Well, the other thing too is he makes the comment of like, "Oh, I pay him. I can pay them peanuts." But he also mentions that he like contracted them out with Disney. So what's he paying Disney? And the tunes aren't getting paid that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. We could also spend the rest of this episode discussing the social I mean, hierarchy of tunes. We've I mean, already I mean into that's, it. that's just gonna happen to any performer in studio era at Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the studios make tons of money on loan outs, and the actors get paid what they normally would. Right. Yeah. Well, this is kind of messed up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we jump up to, to the ink and paint club yeah. where the password is walt sent me <laughs> so good <laughs> which is very good um i love the like secret entrance and like getting in like a speakeasy mm-hmm. um but you mentioning the cotton club certainly makes it more awkward mm-hmm. with your um uh, bouncer yeah being a large oh, yeah. gorilla oh, yeah. man trying to oh yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Lots of monkey type comments. Yeah. 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 Some subtle, some not so subtle. Yeah. Um, so that's that like now, like, first it was like, ah, oh, this is awkward. And now it's right. like, oh, now I'm like really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Um, and the Mary Poppins penguins are waiters. I read that um, the director, like, he, in interviews, he joked that the Ink and Paint Club is where Walt found the penguins, and then he put them in Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, that makes oh, sense. That's, that's, cute. Cute. that's a cute. Yeah. That's a cute joke. Um, mm-hmm. Cute little extra um, canon. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty Boop seems to be the only tune that uh, Eddie respects off the at the start of this movie. Yeah. Which I yeah. Was interesting. Yeah, because she, she, sa- she says hi to him, and he talks to her like an old friend, and he's like, you know, things have been tough for me since tunes went to color, but I've still got it, don't I? And Eddie's like, yeah, you do. This is yeah. like, I think he smiles here. I think it's my yeah, 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 only yeah, time yeah, he smiles. It's the only yes. time he smiles. He shows more respect to Betty Boop than he does Dolores. Which is sad. Yeah. yeah. 
I do uh, like that she's in black and white, though. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a colored movie, and everybody else is in color, and then Betty Boop still in black and white. Mm-hmm. What yeah. they do for characters really nice that, like, transfers, like, black, like, Mickey Mouse, what they're in, they're in their See? most recent forms. Yeah. 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 Well, color. no, like, what, like, I'm just imagining, like, what the, like, when they started making colored movies, like, just Mickey Mouse w- w- woke up one morning, and he was just... <laughs> <laughs> he was just that, oh, he got work done. Like, yeah. Or he got work done. like, different Mickey Mouses oh. that just, like, oh. are homeless on the streets now. <laughs> Was a black was and white. Yeah, when by a younger, newer model. Oh man, that's, that's sad. That's bad. That's bad. Okay, because I'm sure he's off with the black and white Minnie Mouse. See, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. They're retired. Yeah, right? they're, yeah. They're he's retired. probably not like homeless. He's retired. And we get to we get to uh, Marvin Acme who does mm-hmm. like. Two gags mm-hmm. in under a minute. Yeah, he does. He does. The, he's he's the he does the buzzer, the buzzer and the and ink. the and the, the disappearing ink. ink yeah, the disappearing ink. He can't walk anywhere without doing it. He can't <laughs> yeah. go anywhere without doing a gag. Yeah, and our first set of performers is Donald Duck and Daff and Daffy Duck. This is because Warner Brothers wouldn't loan out their characters unless they had equal time with the Disney characters. Oh, that's yes. right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was a really funny gap. Oh, yeah. Really like, that's, a, that's a short by themselves. They're yeah. doing pianos thing. That was awesome. It was so fun. Like, that's one of the things I remember from watching this as a kid. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, as, a, uh, as I was saying during the movie, uh, Chuck Jones apparently was really upset that that gag didn't go on longer because he wanted to do, he wanted to work more with Richard Williams. Aw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was a very funny... I can't imagine it being longer like right yeah it was uh, enough yeah it was it was it, it was, was definitely good. Good. <laughs> it, it was very good uh, and then cool. at this point is where when growing up my parents would uh, skip the scene because <laughs> because <laughs> out comes jessica rabbit saying her song about about why don't you do right like some other men do, and she's got the body of Rita Hayworth, the hair of Veronica Lake, and the look of Lauren McCall. She the body of an alien version of Rita Hayworth. <laughs> there you go. It's not her fault. She was drawn that way. Not her fault. For that She for that did not dress. choose that life. That's yeah. actually voted one of the top, like, it's in the top 100 movie lines of all time. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Mm-hmm. It's also... Um, a lot of internet communities had canon Jessica Rabbit as asexual. Oh, yeah, I've heard Because that, of so. that line. Yeah. Although she does make a comment, though, about Roger Rabbit yeah. later in the film when um, I think Eddie says something about, like, he must love you good. Something like, like he, that. Like, he's, he's a better lover than a driver. Yeah. And she says, you better believe it, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but for that scene, for that, like, sparkly dress, oh, they, had, they had to, like... I remember reading about it somewhere. They had to like, oh, they did. They did something like they animated it, and then they like, I can't remember if they put like a some sort of like glitter filter, or they like glued glitter directly to the cells or something like that. Oh, they wow. did. They did something insane to get that effect. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, like it looks like she's wearing a fa- like an animated character is wearing a real fabric dress. Yeah, yes. and it was just like yeah, and they did, they they did a, they did an mm-hmm. amazing job. Mm-hmm. And her band is the Blackbirds from Dumbo. That was kind of cool. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, and the song is not mega memorable. I don't know. It's 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 does it does the job. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't think the song is supposed to be that yeah. iconic because yeah. you're paying way too much attention to her and what she's yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. But it is featured on one of the Jazz Loves Disney albums. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's mostly I mean, yeah. about oh yeah, totally paying for things. So I wasn't yeah, and she's and she's out like doing some crowd work, including Eddie, who was was expecting her to be a rabbit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I still remember being confused as a kid yeah. because she wasn't a rabbit. And her name was Jessica Rabbit, and I could not, like, figure it out. Like, my brain would not compute those two things. Oh, that she took, like, his last name. Yeah, I didn't get it for the longest time. I think I was, like, 12 when someone told me, like, she's married to Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. And I was like, oh, I uh, guess, yeah. but, like, it's still weird. <laughs> like, I'm not, she's like, Chase it. Human. Like, that's not how names work. It's a good gut. It's a good gag. It is a good gag. <laughs> Chase um, human. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I like that she takes the um, the kerchief out of Marvin Acme's pocket and polishes his head with it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's but, a really cool interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him being Roger Rabbit. Sorry, back to that. <laughs> it's like very common in these types of characters. Yeah, Daffy Duck, Duck Donald, Donald Duck, Duck, Mickey Mouse. It's like what they do. It's the yeah. Thing. Yeah, but Minnie Mouse isn't Minnie Mouse because she married Mickey Mouse. It's because right? of cousins. <laughs> this is about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, not your Minnie is Mickey in drag obsession. Oh my gosh, that's right. No. Oh, 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 when Minnie Mouse was first introduced, uh, she wasn't given a lot of, like... She doesn't like, even have eyelashes. She doesn't even have eyelashes. She's just, just got the pasties. She just has... She's a pasties and a skirt. She has pasties. pasties. And she looks... Like, there's this... I have this Disney wallet that has, like, the old kind of style characters on it. Mm. And there's one where it's Mickey and Minnie and they're talking to each other. And she just is wearing a skirt. Like, that's it. She's wearing a skirt and he's wearing his shorts, and that's the only difference. No eyelashes, no flowers, no pasties, nothing. That's it. So we <laughs> got one of those stupid stickers from Disneyland from when the stupid magical map thing came out. I love the magical so map. So we got the stupid sticker, and I put it on my wallet, and we put it on there just like to cover up her skirt and his pants, so it looks like Mickey's having an argument with himself. <laughs> Because there's no, no physical difference. She's not even wearing the hat. No. Nope. No. Oh. No, she's I not even wearing that. I will show you. I believe you, and I want to see it. I do believe you. No. Yeah. <laughs> but it's insane. Wow. Minnie is Mickey and drag. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> oh man. Maybe so Minnie is transgender. It. Like. Oh, well, maybe. maybe. She could be. Um. Anyway, so and where are we? After the show. <laughs> right. After the show, Valiant goes to try and listen in on um, Acme. Go- he goes into Jessica's um, dressing room and he's trying to listen in, but he gets kicked out. So he sneaks around the side and takes pictures through the window. All and you- we hear some very, very, very suggestive conversation <laughs> about, about playing, patty cake. Playing, playing patty cake. And you hear patty cake and there's moaning. Like, yes. And there's <laughs> moaning before you hear the patty cake. 
And she's like, no, not tonight. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. It was way, way inappropriate. It, it was. was like super inappropriate. Yeah, I feel like as a kid, like you just knew they were doing something they shouldn't be. Right. Like, exactly. You don't know what they're you doing. You don't know what's happening. You just know I it's think not. like I assumed they were smooching or something. Right. Like But not Yeah. And then when they like have the gag in the next scene where they lay the pictures down. And they're actually They're playing, playing patty cake and, and it's funny. It's as a kid. It's still a good joke. It is. And so we've got um RK Maroon and Eddie and Roger and this is where we meet Roger Rabbit and he's learning that his wife has been playing patty cake with Marvin Acme and He's real upset. With another man. <laughs> How dare she. And so he, they give him a, sh- a shot of something, and he is lit after one shot. <laughs> he has a full freak out. Yeah. Just through the glass okay. in a perfect Roger Rabbit shape. Okay, this, is, this, is, this was another question. Uh, do all tunes, like, freak out that way on alcohol? Or is, it just, or is it just Roger? It's hard to say. I don't think we see anybody else. Yeah, we don't. We don't really. We don't see any other. But like, there's also there seems to be um, Doom doesn't seem to realize that the alcohol will make Roger do that. Yeah, so it can't be. I mean, it's it's got to be varying tolerances, just like in people. Well, and I I guess also too, our Cameroon would not have um, given him the shot if he knew that all the tunes he worked with (laughs) would do that and break all of his trophies in his room. Yeah, that's so. kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's gotta be just Roger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Roger, or maybe, maybe just this one mm-hmm. characters. I don't know. Or maybe rabbits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe rabbits. And so he's upset. He runs out, leaving a perfect Roger Rabbit shape mm-hmm. in the blinds and the glass. Mm-hmm. That must have been so fun for the set dressing people to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about oh that. Yeah, like yeah. being the set person. Not just not just fun. the grass, glass, but I think like the concrete frames around the glass, he, he burst through them. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, That's I, fun. yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it was yeah. very cool. It mm-hmm. was funny. It was a good, it was a good mm-hmm. Yeah. And Eddie goes back to his office and we kind of look around. You see, and he's developed some pic- other pictures from of him and Dolores at Catalina with his brother, Whose and desk then, is perfectly untouched. Right? Actually, and it's so dusty. And when I was a kid, I didn't realize, like, because he's looking at the pictures and you're like, oh, that must not have been, like, super long ago. But then you see his desk and it's, like, got an inch of dust on it and cobwebs. And you're like, how he, long has she had that film? <laughs> yeah, because he says five years. He says his brother's been dead five years at one point. So she didn't develop those pictures for five years. Like, maybe, well, maybe maybe he died like right after that trip, and so she's like, "It's gonna hurt him too much to develop these pictures." I should sure, I sincerely like right. I, I genuinely teared up on mm-hmm. all the scenes of like him and his brother, mm-hmm. like just like sitting and like playing the ukulele together and being yeah. like kind of like goofballs. Aww. Like no, but like for for real, and then it, like. He kept his desk, like, exactly as Teddy had it. Mm-hmm. And then there's all the scenes of of the two of them. And, like, clearly enjoying working in Toontown. Yeah. And that they used to be... They used, they used to work with their dad on the Ringling Brothers. Yeah. As clowns, like... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like, Those photos were cool and yeah. very touching. And, yeah, yeah, it was a very good way to do the exposition. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was and really good. I loved the headlines of their spy work. Um, yes. The one that I wrote down was Goofy cleared with spy charges, but the other one was Donald Duck's nephew's return. Huey, Luke, Dewey, and Louie are safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I love a good newspaper mm-hmm. exposition. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when you, you don't have to say anything. You just have to look at all this and realize, oh, he's a fun guy who went through some trauma, and now he's different. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is... Life um, hardened him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, but the next morning we find out that... Marvin Acme, Acme is dead. Had a safe dropped on his head. Mm-hmm. Hey! How did they draw the chalk outline without moving the safe? But it looks like they drew it around. Body. Okay, but so here's the funny thing. I think it was just the head. But his squished. body's not still... His head still isn't under the, the safe. Right. The safe yeah, somehow they removed the body. And then put the safe back. But you only put chalk down if the body is alive and you need to remove it to really? provide... Yeah, so you only... Because otherwise you leave the body... If the body is dead when you arrive on the scene, you leave the body there because you don't want to disturb the evidence. Yeah, why? The oh. only reason to move the body is if you can resuscitate them or save their life. Somebody and so then them. you put chalk down. So, did they find him with his skull crushed in? They're like, oh, we gotta save him! And they're like, pulling that. That was funny. But they I didn't. did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you learn that on BuzzFeed Unsolved? No, I did not. I think it was a Tumblr post. Okay. <laughs> Reliable research. Very credible. I mean, but it makes a lot of it sense. It really does. Like, I mean, Chase and I met on Tumblr, so we can trust them a little bit. You know, but I watch a lot of crime shows. A lot. I mean, it really shows. does make sense, though, because why bother to move the body yeah, if you don't yeah. need to? Yeah. But I don't think they knew that. When they, they were they, they, they did probably it for not. the gag. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And apparently, like the cop that shows up didn't tell Eddie that the details of it. Like, so he just shows up and you see him like freak out a little bit. Yeah. Which is not fun. Uh, and this is like a lieutenant who knows him and like yeah, really he's like, like, oh sorry, triggered. My bad. Jeez. Oh, what a jerk. And they're like all the cops are playing around with like all the acne gags. Yeah, that's all evidence that made me like again. I watch a lot of crime shows. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is it evidence, it's like a it's like a Chekhov's gun armory. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Check Chekhov's armory. Yeah, Chekhov's armory. Like all all of these things are gonna come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in comes Judge Doom, played by Christopher Lloyd. Excellent. Um, although like you have a judge, his name is Doom. He has a skull at the end of his cane. Like and the comes- signs were there. Any great villain yeah well and he comes in and he's already decided that the the, that the you know that roger is guilty and what Mm -hmm. his sentence is gonna be Mm -hmm. and like that's bad jurisprudence like you don't even know if he's gonna be assigned to your docket my dude (laughs) well his docket is toontown so yes but yeah um then we have the shoes that escaped the box what were they called they're squeaky shoes. They're yeah, squeaky, squeaky, squeaky shoes. shoes. That's the gag. That okay. Um, and they collect them. But they miss one. But where's his friend? You know, Yeah. Because like, all the shoes were obviously in pairs. Knew their pair. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. missing his friend. He's out of his box. And that's apparently a crime because he gets right. dipped in the dip. It's because it's nobody cause, says anything. It's because Judge Doom can just like... Yeah, Judge Doom more like Judge Shred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now his poor shoe friend... 
is all alone and probably oh, that scared. Makes, that yeah. makes me sad, actually. Yeah. You didn't yeah. think about that, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> sad. Oh, but yeah. But I mean, like, even, it's still bad jurisprudence, like, oh, all the yeah. way around. Oh, yeah, through and through. Which, I mean, like, that just, like, drives home that, like, tunes don't seem to, like, be, I don't know, they don't seem to have rights. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah. everyone knows that Judge Doom bought the election. Like, that's just a common fact. I think, right. like, the lieutenant says. <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. cool. Yeah, we're just okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then all the like cops are the weasels mm-hmm. that are on his payroll. Yeah. And they look like the Wind in the Willows weasels, but they're they dressed do. as, like, gangster archetypes, which I thought was fun. Yeah. No, it's just the one. It's just the one. There's one dressed up as a gangster archetype. There's one oh. dressed up as like, like. There's one in a straight jacket. There's one yeah, in a straight jacket. Yeah, I can't remember. There's one who's like got cigars. Like he's got like three cigars in his mouth at oh, all times. Yeah, he was another. Blue he was another gangster. Yeah. Okay, and so then there like, was one that was like had a baseball cap and a baseball bat yeah, with a that, nail yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah. Just one nail through it. <laughs> so there are different kinds of gangs. Is that we're supposed to believe that Judge Doom hates tunes, yet his like lackeys are tunes. They're the good ones. Yeah, <laughs> I, guess. I guess. And he like we get a lot of really good clues about mm-hmm. Doom throughout, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Like the way he puts on the glove, which you don't really think about, but like, right. oh right, I could I put acetone on my hands all the time. It's like how I take my nail polish off. Right. <laughs> oh, I but never like, 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 like I'm not that familiar with the acetone, so it's like Yeah, it's a nail polish remover. Nail polish remover. Oh. I yeah. mean like well it's for removing mean, color. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you would like, put it the in. The three things that go into dip are all paint thinners. So would, yeah. would it work on Betty Boop? If she's black and white, it's she's it still would. yeah she's still it, she's still painted yeah it would, it's still paint thinner like if if you're doing acetone alone to strip color then probably not probably, probably not. not but it's but, like acetone and turpentine and yeah. like benzene or something like that yeah so it's just like yeah yep um, but yeah the little clues leading up to his mm-hmm. final review yeah order. and yeah. they're trying to um, so. Eddie goes home and he's like, oh no. And then the, oh, baby Herman is there waiting for me. He's like, right. Roger's been framed. Um, Let me sexually harass my attendant real mm-hmm. quick. Yep. <laughs> By the, you know, and then we're introduced to the plot. You know, Acme had a will, but the room's paper says he doesn't. We all know that he had a will leaving Toontown to all of us. Mm-hmm. And you need to find out where it is and why they're framing Roger. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, bye. Yeah. Until they get handcuffed to each other. Yeah, because uh, Roger is in his bed. <laughs> yeah, Roger. Eddie, what, is Eddie going to like, take a nap in the middle of the afternoon? Uh, he's probably really hungover. He's like, yeah. He has odd hours. I mean, he has odd hours. He I fell mean, asleep at his desk drunk, got woken up by his lieutenant, went and saw a murder that probably reminded him of his brother's murder. So I think like, he yeah, deserves you, a nap. You'd want to pull down the Murphy bed in your office, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, why is why why is his Murphy bed a double? Do they make double Murphy beds? Maybe he and his brother shared it. Maybe. Oh dear. Oh, I mean, that's Lincoln, something that a lot of people Lincoln did. Shared a bedroom bed with somebody. Like yeah, like yeah, a lot should. of people shared beds with their entire family because beds and mattresses and stuff were expensive. Hmm. Yeah. I liked the joke of his Murphy bed being a uh, the front of it was a, a file cabinet. I liked that. 
I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah, because you get kind of like the hard-boiled detective silhouette, and then you come in, and, like, that's what it was like, oh, they're going for Bowie stuff here, like Maltese Falcon sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, he, like, plummets and it comes down. And then, um, Roger, Roger's in there, and then Rod, in, in the ensuing chaos, is like, no, I won't take your case. And, like, and then he, like, he, like, handcuffs himself to... Eddie Valiant, while, do, while doing a, a pretty good uh, 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 cop impression. Yeah. And then, with like, with like, he makes himself have a square jaw, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> and that then, was hilarious. And then Eddie Valiant says, I don't have the keys to these cuffs, which, um, I worked, I, I worked at a, I worked at a summer camp, and there was a, there was somebody there who was a, uh, who was connected to an explorer post, that, that that was like with the CHP mm-hmm. and she had cuffs she she uh, some of the staffers stayed on for the weekend some of them left she left two of the staffers got into her stuff and jokingly cuffed themselves together oh, and they had to walk into town <laughs> to the police office cuffed together oh my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness oh. it was a it was a it was a big deal. Yeah, I bet. Like, so, Why doesn't um, he have the keys, though? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, maybe it was left over when he was, when he was a cop or a detective yeah. or whatever. Maybe he's just had the cops lying around, but still. But then he, uh, because the weasels are operating at plot speed. Oh, no, wait. Um, um, he asks, like, like, who did you tell that you were coming here? <laughs> and he said, like, oh, I told, like, the... Uh, he said, like... <laughs> I asked like, the grocery, people. I asked the fireman, I asked this guy, I asked that, that guy. guy. Well, they all didn't know, and he says, but the liquor store owner, he knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, a good joke. That was really I'm good. sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to hide Roger from the weasels with their handcuffs together. What's he gonna do? I thought that was sink. pretty clever. Yeah. Like, that was Doing smart the dishes thinking. was a good idea. Yes. So the weasels come in and they try to search the place and then like the head one comes in and you know kind of puts a gun on him and he's like what are you doing what's in the sink and he, you know my lingerie and he like lifts up a sock or something hangs it to dry without taking his <laughs> other hand, hand out yeah, yeah. yeah which was real smart and they did that the whole time and one of my favorite lines in the whole thing was um, this head weasel has been like he he uses he used malapropisms like the whole time. Um, my favorite one was, you know, he's got the gun. He's like, cut the bull stick. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good, yeah. good gag. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was um, so they go to the bar, finally get the handcuffs removed, which mm-hmm. gives us one of the best lines in the whole film, I think, when Eddie's in the middle of cutting it off and he's like, hold still. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> like, like the box is shaking and so Roger just like slips out of the cuffs and says, oh, here, here, is this better? And he's like, oh, yeah, no. You could have done that the whole time. No, like, no, only when it was. He was like, no, only when it was funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's the best part. Well, it's funny because it it also illustrates like, like how Roger's powers work. Yeah, like and like like, how toon powers work. Yeah, how like toon powers work. They can they can only like break the rules of physics when it's funny. Yeah, she was really (laughs) depending on like their characteristics. Yeah, yeah. And then so he's like, okay, Dolores, he's going to stay here. I'm going to go back to the office and look at something. And We're trying to find the will. Yeah. And uh, Jessica Rabbit is there waiting for him. And he is gross to her. 
And she's yeah. like, my husband is innocent. I love him. I was forced to, you know, pose for those pictures for my husband's career, which is also another kind of thing that happened in the studio area era Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, uh, divorce your husband and marry the, and marry your gay best friend, <laughs> um, or I'll fire your husband. We did leave out um, one of the reasons that Eddie is convinced to help Roger and convinced that Roger didn't kill Acme Mm -hmm. is because Roger, in his fit of jealousy, went to Jessica's studio and wrote her a love letter Mm -hmm. using her lipstick. Um, yeah. Instead of like, like that's what he did, not go out and murder. Yeah, somebody. and well, and, and he sees the will and testament poking out of Acme's pocket in, in the, the picture. He knows there's a will somewhere. Yeah. Um, we see Bob Hoskins shirtless. Oh. And then boxers like, only. He's, he's wearing a, a shirt when his boxers. Oh are yeah. I prefer boxers only. <laughs> to was, shirtless. No, he was, Bob Hoskins. He was here suit. Um, <laughs> he was a he was a he was a hairy man. Hairy, yeah. hairy. Yep. Yeah. And um, and Dolores shows up. She's clearly jealous, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like, like she's a tune. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I didn't vibe with any of that and character. Dolores seems. She seemed like way too sensible throughout right? the rest of the film for this moment to make any sense at all. Yeah. But she's all upset, but then she runs out of the apartment and still, like, but talks I, to him. But, I mean, that's kind of a thing that might happen sometimes. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally over him. Sees him with somebody else. Oh, just kidding. But it's not that. It's that she's, like, a very sensible human right. being. Yeah. Um, and, like, to exhibit jealousy over Jessica Rabbit in this moment doesn't make a lot uh, of sense. Well, this was written by men, so. Right. And I think it's, like, it's a P.I. trope, mm-hmm. right? Like, the femme fatale comes to the office and makes the, the true heroine mm-hmm. jealous. Um, but we also, we, like, don't know where Jessica's loyalties are. She's, like, watching him from the shadows, mm-hmm. watching them fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it, it obsessed me that Jessica Rabbit is kind of, like, weirdly animated because I like, I feel like Jessica Rabbit is one of the best written chaotic neutral characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a really, like, well-written example of, like, chaotic neutral where it's, like, she doesn't, she doesn't do things that are random. But she doesn't like. She doesn't. She doesn't. She isn't like good or evil. She isn't like lawful or chaotic. She does. Well, she isn't like. She, she isn't. Clearly isn't lawful. She's. She's erratic, but she clearly like. Has like good specific motivations. Like her. Mm-hmm. Like her only. Her. Her sole motivation is making sure that Roger has a job. And is she, safe and with yeah, her. Yeah, and is and is safe and with her, and like all other concerns are secondary. Yeah, and so it makes her kind of it makes her kind of an interesting character. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dolores goes up to, uh, 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 Eddie Valiant says like, "Oh yeah, we'll catch her. We'll, we'll go to we'll go to Catalina," <laughs> and it's like, the, one trip to Catalina isn't going to fix this. No. <laughs> No. That's not gonna, that's Go not buy gonna. a bathing suit. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was no. really oddly placed. <laughs> well, yeah. it was like, it was like, it was like we watched it and we're like, ugh. Oh, but you know, if you think mm-hmm. about it from like, okay, it's 1947. And being written in 1988. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I feel like that's part of like, part of like, Eddie Valen's character is that he's kind of like, when it comes to Dolores, he's kind of a, he's kind of a dope. Yeah. He, he, he hasn't quite figured out, like, yeah. 
Like, he knows he likes her, but he doesn't know how to be a person about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like they were happy, but then, like, mm-hmm. this bad thing happened and kind of broke them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then they're heading back to the bar, and they can hear Roger performing for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, this is bad. And uh, so Eddie comes in and grabs Roger and yeets him back into the into the <laughs> secret room. Um, and he's like, just in time for Doom to show up. Dun, dun, dun! And Eddie's like, oh my gosh, everybody's going to turn you in. Why did you do this? And he's like, and Roger's like, no, they're not going to turn me in. I made them laugh. And like, we knew for sh- like, based- and they said Angelo specifically, the guy yeah. who was worse than Eddie to Dolores. And so he's going around and he's erasing the chalkboard with a, you know, disabled serviceman's uniform sleeve. Uh, what a to, good judge. To change, to change the special, <laughs> to change the special of the day from, change, change the special from French dip to rabbit dip. By the way, the French dip at uh, Philippe's The Original in downtown Los Angeles is very good. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's what. I forgot what French dip was. <laughs> I, forgot was I, forgot what, I forgot what French dip was until this it's moment. It's a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I, I, um, I know now. Um, <laughs> so they're going to turn Roger Rabbit in for the reward. And we really, like, it seems for a minute, like, they're really well. Yeah. And, and then, then he's like, I seen the rabbit. He's right here in the bar. And then he puts his arm around the empty stool around him yep. and says, hey, Harvey, say hi. Yeah. And so, Roger's right. Take, it's a, it's t- a, take that hard-boiled detective shell. Yep. People yeah. are nice. Mm-hmm. If you make them laugh. Yeah. And he does the. This is another big scene that I remember from my childhood is Judge Doom going around doing the shaving oh, haircut. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and you see Roger like dying. <laughs> it's very similar to how he looks when he drinks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's gonna explode. like he can't, like, mm-hmm. he, like, he super, super can't help himself. Mm-hmm. Um,. I was super disappointed that when he bursts through the wall, mm-hmm. it's not Roger Rabbit shaped. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just broken. Just a mm-hmm. blob. Lost opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, I think it's still funny. Yeah, it's yeah, still it very is. funny. It's still funny. And then he's like, okay, we caught you. Time to execute you without due process. Yeah. Right. He calls for the middle of the bar. Yeah. <laughs> he calls for the dip and then he like, they like show up with it immediately. Yeah. Like, well, I think the wheels had it in the back of the car. Yeah, they had. Well, they had. They had, they had it in the back of the car. Yeah, they, they, they like. It like jumps to the dip, like right being, being right there. Yeah. And why are the two weasels so cool with carrying carting around? As long as, as long as like, as long as a lid's on it. They seemed really blasé though. Yeah. Like, like even at the end too, when they're manning the machine, like you could kill yourself. Like these are some unsafe working conditions, guys. Yeah. You should complain. I mean, people like having <laughs> guns, so. I guess. <laughs> um, um, and then they, they, they trick Roger into... Um, they use a rabbit season, duck season gag to... Yeah. Uh, to trick Robert, R- Roger Rabbit into drinking alcohol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, this is kind of our first, like, real glimpse of that Eddie knows how to work with tunes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. like, yeah, yeah. He, like, oh, you know, here's a, here's, you get your last request, here's your drink, I don't want to drink, you do, I don't, you do, I don't, you don't, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that was perfect. And then he explodes everything in the bar. Mm-hmm. And they, they manage to get away. Yep. Because he pours the dip out, mm-hmm. and we see Judge Doom... 
backing away, away, away from it. Yeah, we we don't see it touch anybody else. Like no humans right. ever interact with it. But, but like they clearly make a point of showing Judge Doom. Yeah, backing yeah. Away. I mean, yeah. it would still mess up your shoes pretty bad. Right. It's definitely not like a oh he's obviously a tune. But yeah, exactly. Your, like your second clue, like hey. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like he backs up first, so all the and other like people back up people with him. Back up yeah. With oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like hmm. it's a good bit of writing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Very clever. We get Benny the cab. Sneaky. Yes. Yeah. So they need to get away. Benny the cab is luckily in the back, and it's the same uh, voice actor as Roger. So is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Fun times. Yep. And so uh, Benny is a Brooklyn cab. And he's the best. Mm-hmm. He makes a comment about the Brooklyn Dodgers being terrible. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's 1947. Yeah. yeah. They haven't moved to L.A. yet. <laughs> and become the greatest team in the world. <laughs> um, so he takes them. Where does he end up taking them? Uh, they drive over the uh, Pasadena Bridge, which was cool. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, they end up going to like a movie. Like there's oh, a there's, movie oh, theater, oh, right. there's a car chase the first with the weasels. Yeah. And then like two two uh, motorcycle cops. That's right. Yes. The and that's fun. Too. And the cops have a fun little stunt. Yeah, they have to do the tumble over mm-hmm. the weasels' cars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they end up in the movie theater. They're watching mm-hmm. a goofy short that didn't come out till 1949. Oh, that's good. <gasps> But they were like, this is the zaniest thing in our archive, so we got yeah. to use it. I mean, it was very good. Mm-hmm. And Roger just praises Goofy's work. Which yeah. Was really right? Yeah. 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 I thought that was Goofy's yeah. yeah. idol. Yeah. 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 He's a genius with his timing. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's laughing except for Eddie, which is when Eddie tells Roger the story. He's like, I would hate me too. And he starts sobbing. <laughs> but also, like, one bad event is not an excuse for racism, Eddie. No. Yeah, he's clearly... I mean, the way he says tunes it almost sounds like a slur yeah yeah um and then dolores comes in and you know obviously she's lost her job yep um and then and And she says she's got all his stuff in the car like ready for him to go yeah like he's helping she's helping him out yeah, and he, it seems almost like she's gonna go with him. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. seems like they're gonna leave town. They're yeah, which may, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, Doom wants him, and. And he can't make she, the connection. He can't figure out what the case is. She lost her job. Like, yeah, let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. But. But no. And, when and, he, and he says, Oh, Dolores, you need to find yourself a good man. And she <laughs> says, Maybe I already have. And they're about to kiss. And when Roger's like, oh, and he's got like hard eyes, and his ears are in the hardest, and it's like, oh, it's, it's like, is that how I look reading fan fiction at three in the morning? Yes. <laughs> Don't find me. <laughs> oh my god. I love, I love that he rolls his 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 B's and his P's. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll roll random letters. Mm-hmm. I love the way Roger talks. It's very cute. So, you know. And then they find the connection. Yeah, it comes up in a newsreel. Wait, is that the connection that, like, that Cloverleaf is going to buy? Yeah, yeah. Maroon, Cloverleaf, and Acne are all connected. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, they just figured that out. And I don't think we talked about Cloverleaf, but basically it's a company that buys out the local trolley system. Yeah, and so he already knows that Cloverleaf has bought, or is the top bidder for Acne. But he doesn't know why that matters. Like, mm-hmm. which 
I feel like that would be your number one suspect. Mm-hmm. Like, the will is missing, your number one bidder is suspect number one. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's not a hard, yeah. you know, leap. I mean, 47. Cops were terrible. They didn't have lots of things. Yeah. They also, and like, they were probably <laughs> corrupt in LA. Well, he was right. Maybe that's why he's a PI. Yeah. Um, but then he um, realizes that Maroon is involved and, like, mm-hmm. the pictures were set up. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Maroon, Maroon gets shot. Well, no. Also, we have the we we also have the scene where uh, of um, um, we have the scene where he goes he goes there with Roger, mm-hmm. and then we have Roger being hit on the head with oh a, yeah with a frying, frying pan. pan. Um, Jessica Rabbit hits him on the head with uh, hits him on the head with a frying and we pan. See, and, and she we... slips it right back in her tiny little change purse. And puts him, puts it's him so good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he uh, he interrogates. Right. Maroon. Maroon. And he's about to give away the whole thing when he's shot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's it's, a good that's a good PI scene. That's yeah, a, that, yeah, like, yeah. The, like well the, him him feeding his like his tie into like the edit the the edit like thing. Yeah. Like that's that's classic PI stuff right there. That's <laughs> that was that's, great. That was hard boiled stuff. Yeah. I like that. When he goes to look for the shooter, he sees Jessica fleeing the scene. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this was also very good writing where you're not sure, like, what Jessica's game is yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. whose side she's on. Yeah, she, really no, cool. she's a very good femme fatale for our noir here. Yeah, yes. I guess this is, yeah, this is, a, this is Disney noir. Yeah. Which is definitely. what makes it the least Disney. Yeah. 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 Um, so he's like, okay, I guess I gotta go to Toontown now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes to that tunnel in Griffith Park and, um... Well, first he pulls out. He pulls out the gun given to him oh, by yeah, Yosemite Sam. For getting him out, the Hooskow. <laughs> I love <laughs> that gun. What, yeah, that is like it's the greatest. The bullets are the best. Yeah, the bullets are characters, and they except for the racist one, but everything well, else is know. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has like he has like a cartoon gun. And he's like, well, I'm going to the Toon Town. May, may as well have a tin gun. Yeah. Um, now that it serves him. He well. shoots his. He he pours his his his, his flask out. out. His flask out and shoots it. Yeah. But it wouldn't even work. Like having a tune gun wouldn't even do anything, because we've already determined that there's no way to kill a tune, even if you have a tune Maybe gun. Maybe like incapacitate. Yeah. Them, like, yeah, more easily than with a. Yeah, it yeah. seems like your plan with tunes is like to incapacitate or um, delay them. Mm-hmm. Delay, yeah. But yeah. you can't kill them. Yeah, yeah so like, them. not only is like the death sentence is like weird and like being dished out unjustly, it's like it's been invented for this purpose. You found yeah. a way to kill immortal beings. Yeah. And now yeah. you're about to just like in like add it to the justice system. Right. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so he drives into Toontown, and we switch to an all-animated world, basically. Yeah. And it's very... It reminds me of The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. When we go from, like, being in Kansas, Mm -hmm. where everything's human and black and white, and then you go have that transition Mm -hmm. to the world that's totally Mm -hmm. the opposite. Music. Mm -hmm. And it's it's happy, cheerful. And there are tons of archive footage from some of the Disney shorts we've watched. Mm -hmm. It's, It's fun that, like... Um, there's a lot of things I like about it. Uh, I like that Eddie uh, does not never does not does not lose his cool. No. Um, no, despite the fact that when you drive into Toontown, the um, <laughs> the the scenery sings at you specifically, and so there's just these shots of like the trees just singing at Eddie, and mm-hmm. he's just like 
<laughs> he's just like he's just like dead faced the, yeah. enti- the entire time. Yeah. I still hate everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not drinking anymore, but I still hate everything. And then he like crashes into Toontown. Oh and yeah, because we see him pour out his yeah. mm-hmm. alcohol uh, before. And Toontown is clearly like uh, like like the buildings are alive. Everything in Toontown is just kind of like like insane and mm-hmm. next level. It's just like Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very just, zany. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just raw chaos, like, the entire yeah, time. it really is. Um, we have a... I didn't enjoy the gag where he thinks he finds Jessica Rabbit. But it, oh, oh, it's, yeah. oh, oh, but it's Lena Haina? Yeah. yeah. That wasn't nice. But the elevator gag leading up to it was. Yeah, with like, yes. Dog, the elevator oh attendant. Yeah. He's so cute. Well, this... Well, it, 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 it... It's weird because it's... It, it implies something. It implies some things about how Toontown works because um, Eddie's body is clearly deformed yeah. as a result as a result of this. And so, is it is it possible that like in Toontown, you can't die unless a toon is specifically trying to kill you? Yeah, because he gets like flattened by the elevator. That's right. Yeah, he gets he gets flattened. He gets flattened by the elevator. Um, um, and thrown up against the ceiling of it, and like, and he's and he's fine. fine. Um, so when you're in Toontown, everyone's immune. Well, unless his, unless, unless his brother died in Toontown with the piano. Oh, so like with the intention. Yeah, if you if you if you intend to kill a human in Toontown, they are mortal. I guess. That's kind of interesting. I mean, we're getting into, like, Cars Anatomy territory. (laughs) Well, no, no, when you really think about it, it makes sense. Because um, we've we've already kind of established that that Toon Powers work on, on kind of a meta level. That they yeah. can, they can only when they're funny. Yeah, or you can when only you're break intending them. murder. Yeah, yes. so you can. They can only like humans in Toon Count can only break the can only um, break the rules of physics when it's funny. Yeah, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um. So he eventually um finds. Jessica. Jessica. Well, he gets she, shot at, yeah. and he thinks that she did it, but she actually saves his life. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more, one more thing. Oh, wait, right. no, go for it. Um, um, we we get to him falling off, falling off the building, and then we get to him, you know, falling through the air. Oh, duh. And I love and then, that moment when he steps so out, good. and just like in cartoons, he has to realize that there's no floor before yeah. he falls. One it's like the, when mm-hmm, one of the only oh, yeah. story changes the they made for this between Warner Brothers and Disney was that Warner Brothers insisted that Bugs Bunny be the one to give him the spare tire. <laughs> well, <Yeah. coughs> it's much more of a Bugs Bunny character. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, yeah. It's like we have it's a nineteen thirties Mickey characteristic, but not a nineteen forties Mickey right. characteristic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was a good one with Mickey and Bugs going skydiving. It is weird because uh, um, um, <laughs> Mickey looks at him and says in like the Mickey Mouse voice, "Huh, ah, you could get killed." It's like that same experience you have playing Kingdom Hearts 
where Mickey's like, we've got to find the door to darkness. Yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. And it's or Mickey, like, you're um, so dark. Uh, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, was on Mark Marin a few years ago. Oh yeah. And he talked about the origin story of Sponge of SpongeBob's voice, and then he cusses in the SpongeBob voice. Oh no! Yes. You've never heard that. It, no. So good. I don't want to. I'll play that no. for you later because it's hilarious. It's a great story. It is a great story. <laughs> oh man. No, it's an excellent story. Um, but then he like he 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 tricks Lena Hyena into running into a brick wall. Yeah, that is because, because he know because he knows. Eddie Valiant knows how tunes work. Yeah, yes, he gets <laughs> how to manipulate gags to his advantage. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he so then he gets shot at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Jessica saves him. Mm-hmm. They go to the Acme factory because um, they're trying to find Roger. Roger's gotten away with mm-hmm. Eddie's car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we have the he's a better lover than a driver. Yeah. yeah. And you, also get, you also get the scene where, where she says, where he says like, like well, finally she asks like, what are you seeing this guy? And she's like, he makes me laugh. <laughs> Which everyone knows is key. Yeah. yeah that's very key. It's true. Um, so as they're fleeing though, the judge dumps the dip into the street and, and so benny runs over it and can't yeah. go any further is there a way for him to fix his tires there must be because he drives away right at the end there's gotta yeah. be there's yeah. gotta be like it's got it's gotta be possible mm-hmm. there's i'm like, sure there's, there's artists yeah there's gotta be like some sort of property yeah. of like paint yeah that you can like you can or just like, like paint i feel like it would have been cool is it at the end he like made a comment about getting new tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're taken to the Acme factory where we figure out what is going on with Doom. Yeah. Doom is using a 1947 version of a shell company, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a very, <laughs> which is a very uh, 80s and 90s yeah. style of. Uh, style of crime. Well, I mean, it's also a 1920s style of crime. Like, Did they use shell companies in the 1920s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, really? Harding. Um, I mean, like, yeah, you gotta have a front. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize A, a president, that. like, made money off of shell companies in the I 1920s. Know I didn't know that. I didn't know that's, that's what the teapot dome Was that dome Harding? Scandal. Yeah. Was Harding, that the teapot, the teapot dome, dome scandal? Oh, I've yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, they weren't called shell companies at the time, but more or less, they were shell companies. Yeah. So, I, th- I think it's actually the 20s where they start having, like, just fake companies of trades mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I think it's a very 20s thing. Yeah. But, anyway, so we find out Doom's grand plan, which is... To build the 110 freeway. Yeah. <laughs> right through Toontown. No can't. more traffic jams! It's a perfect world! It ain't Lane Highway! He gets an amazing motive rant. Yeah, he oh does. That's a that... very good villain spiel. And, you know, which is hilarious to anyone who's ever driven in Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, the freeway. Because the I have running. never been in a worse traffic jam than when I have driven in downtown LA on the 110. Yeah. I so sad. I mean, maybe New yeah. York, so funny. but... Yeah. Like, well, rush hour. Like, you're going five miles an hour. Yeah, isn't yeah. that New York, like... 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, New, New, York, New York's worse. Yeah, New York also has a robust public transit city. Like a more I mean, LA's public. isn't bad. You just can't get from East LA to West LA on it. Well, or, I mean, you can get to San, you can get to Santa Monica, but like not anything like, you can't get to like Westwood from downtown LA. Well, you can't get out of LA. 
Yes, they don't want you to leave. You have to stay there. Yes. Well, there's a $3 bus from um, San Bernardino to Staples Center, basically, now. So, you can use that. Okay. Oh, is that the Silver Streak? Yeah, yeah. I, say, I, say, I say take the Silver Streak in from, like, Montclair mm-hmm. or Pomona. You're still I've stuck in been, traffic. I've You're just yeah. on a bus. I've yeah. yeah. Never been on it. Well... Yeah. It was two fifty when I was in high school. Yeah. Well and fifty cents. Two fifty. No, but I mean they oh, raise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they raise it. And the Metro Link is super expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway. The one ten freeway. <laughs> a dream. No traffic jams. Yeah. What is this? What, is, what else did he say? He says tire Oh, billboards. Billboards Rapid- as far as the eye can Rapidly see. Rapidly prepared food. Um, <laughs> cheap motels. Uh <laughs> Like basically, like all the th- worst things about city sprawl. Like yeah. this is the this is like honestly, he's listing these things as a good thing, right? But it, like oh, instead, beautiful. it sounds like the beginning of a presentation on new urbanism, right? But he like speaks about it in such a way that it's like he romanticizes the idea of it, mm-hmm. and um, now that we actually have it, we're like, oh, this runs into like a like, theory that I've that I've, that I've seen bubble that I've seen run around, which is that. Um, uh, this part of this aspect of the movie was um, was cropped from a s- potential sequel to Chinatown. Originally, oh. chi- originally Chinatown was the first in a trilogy about how um, LA was going how LA was made, and so Chinatown was about water, and then there was going to be one about the freeway system, and then I think the third one was going to be about either I think either real estate or Hollywood. The Hollywood, the film system, hmm. and so um, because the because the book Who Censored Roger Rabbit is a completely different story. Yeah, I have to research com- that. It's it's com- it's completely different, and so um, w- and so I thought I thought it was kind of interesting because um, because they, they had the the, the story it, they had the story about like, the freeway system running around and. Judge Doom does seem a lot like uh, uh, Noah Cross from um, Chinatown, hmm. where he has like yeah he's kind of a he's he's a villain with a vision right mm. and he almost in in that speech where he's talking about highways he almost seems like a parody of yeah he he seems like a parody of of Noah Cross where it's kind of disappointing that would have been cool. And maybe he is supposed to be a parody of that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. That's something is that he's, um, supposed to, he's supposed to be like a parody of that. Kind yeah. of well, and I feel like this this also falls into a trope that you see a lot in films, specifically like '80s and '90s, of like Hollywood people who make movies that are funny to LA people and Hollywood people, right? Like they throw in all the film gags, they throw in all the like LA traffic gags and so i think it's one of those yeah, like yeah and it would inside be- jokes mm, for people guess. who live in la things that continue um a proud right. tradition that bojack Hol- horseman holds up to this day <laughs> in uh the most recent season there's a sign where they're driving out to the desert and there's now leaving los angeles county the dream factory and entering <laughs> san bernardino fact County, the Nightmare Factory, <laughs> which I laughed so hard, and then when as my other friends started to watch it, they started sending Snapchats of it to me because oh my god, because that's that's where I live. They get jumped jumped by Dutch Dutch Tim, and he, he reveals that he's gonna he's gonna dip all of Tim Town to build yeah. his freeway to build his freeway, which it's is magical freeway. Uh, genocide. Yeah, Anybody? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's 
It's it's Instead genocide. Hotel Rwanda. We have Hotel Toontown. Yeah, we have, ho- we have Hotel we have Hotel Toontown, and then we have like. There's our secret name. <laughs> no, just kidding. There's probably something. Let's go. But um, but we have we, we have the scene, and then um, uh, we have Judge Doom slip up, slipping on the fake eyeballs. And then, like, what is, what happens to him? Does he like pop an eyeball out? Like, what is? Oh, so yeah, he's, he um, um, gets stuck to the the steamroller. Steam well, no, well, no, but like like before that. When he oh, gets yeah. the eye popped out. Yeah, he flips on, and we see him covering his eye, but we don't realize why. Like, you know, you might think like, oh, he, he hurt himself on like the ball. Like, the eye. So maybe he like maybe he like grabs him and is gonna put some on later. Maybe uh, he like puts a, his eye back in. Um, Do you actually see him put his eye? No, in? no, no. We don't. But we see them fall out again when he stepped to the steamroller. Yeah. yeah. But then we have the scene of um, Eddie Valiant doing a, a straight faced song and dance number to get the the weasels to laugh themselves to die. Which that was like so great. It was really good, and it shows again like even when the tunes die, they're still they're not dead. Especially because <laughs> the one tune flips the hose nozzle to go back towards. Jessica and Roger once he's an, an angel. angel. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. And like they're still immortal except for the one who fell in the paint. Yeah. But well, yeah. Like, they're not, dead. Yeah. Dip. Dip. Yeah. yeah. And none of those angel none of those weasels are actually going to heaven, so <laughs> all tunes go to heaven. Yeah, Brooke. They're like pets. Is that the one is is the one that gets k- kicked in is that the one that goes in the dip, the one that he like kicks in the groin? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an amazing because joke. nose oh, doesn't man. rhyme with walls. Well, no, but this does. <laughs> and then he kicks him in the I think that was the biggest laugh we had the entire time. Oh, that, oh it was gosh. that one, and then the um, LA has the best public transportation <laughs> system. We just yeah. all died. <laughs> yeah. If only. Um, and then Judge Doom, and then Judge Doom comes back. Yeah, I guess he never left. He's the two who killed his brother. Judge Doom is a tomb. Is Absolutely. He's such a creepy tune. Yeah. Because Absolutely. even when we see him in tune form, he still looks like Christopher Lloyd, but with crazy eyes. Yeah, I don't like, like it. He's just like... I don't like it. <laughs> I was like, watching it again, I had kind of forgot what he looked like as a tune. So when we see him as a tune, I'm like expecting him to like take off this like mm-hmm. fake yeah. mask that but he's it's wearing. Just like, he's, mm-hmm. he's wearing a fake mask. We don't but actually... We don't actually realize, like, what he looks like. We never yeah. see him. Yeah. Because they say, like, it's a rubber mask at the end. Like, after right. he's been dissolved, his stuff is still there. see it. Yeah. So, like, he only removes, like, his eyes. Which and, is kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. And then his gloves to reveal, like, his anvil hand. His oh, an- yeah. His, his anvil. He's a shapeshifter. Right? Yeah. His, 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 his guy. shapeshifter hand. He's, like, an evil tune in, in Well, that's a, it's, it's weird because he's, because he's the one tune who's... Figured out how to break the rules of physics without being funny, <laughs> but it seems like he does it like to be horrifying. Like yeah, he's like yeah, a exactly. right. He's a bogger. He can like make your worst fear out of his body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's terrifying. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he never had a real like shape ever, like a book. Maybe. I mean, he has no form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just he just has red eyes. But even his prosthetics are like gold, which I thought was really interesting. They're like monotone, which I was like, that's an interesting choice for color. They're not like red. They're not horrifying. They're just the gold shapes of things that Mm -hmm. we're familiar with from tunes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They still don't have. Mm -hmm. They still don't quite have form. No. 
It was weird. I mean, and he's so he's willing he's willing to genocide his own people for money. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What a psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he like springs around on his shoes. Yeah. He has, he has, he has like oh spring gosh, that's shoes. That's the best part. <laughs> Leaping with his shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But anyway. But they, how does he avoid the dip? Because isn't there dip all over the floor at this point? No, not, not yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. But when the dip gets all over the floor, that that's is trouble. when he, yeah. And then he's dead. Eddie rinses out all the dips so that he can lower Roger and Jessica. Yay! Yay! All the teens are happy. Dolores is there, and she kisses him. And they or, find the will. They find Roger the will. had it the whole time. It was in disappearing and reappearing ink. ink. <laughs> and I can't be the only person that it bothers that the ink stain at the end of the movie is not the same as the ink stain in the club. Is it? It's not. Oh, I didn't it's notice that. It's not the same. Yeah, no. It's in the well, same place, but it's not the same stain. Mm. Well, that's fine. I'm they, just... couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't have had the same scene. They couldn't have had the same stain. They could have had the same costume. Yeah, they could have kept the shirt. Yeah, they could have kept the shirt. Yeah, it was some lack of planning or something. I'm probably the only person. Or you know what? Here's what it is. I bet that they had a couple different because they did more than one take. So I bet they just the one that the takes that they used were from different shirts is probably what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Just saying. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I noticed and it bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) So. I think we liked it. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, fun. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a it's lot of really it's fun. A, it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's still fun as an adult. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, it's not like you don't have to have nostalgia to enjoy this movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which I mean, that's something that we said. We're like, we like this movie, but if you've never seen it before, you might not like it mm-hmm. as an adult. Like, yeah, this is not one of those movies. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it, it holds up on its own. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we have great acting from Bob Hoskins and mm-hmm. um, Christopher Lloyd, who mm-hmm. like shaved his head or put on a bald cap for this. And he had like I don't know what I don't know what he did. I don't know. They they put makeup on him to make him look like unnaturally pale, mm-hmm. and to make like like define his cheekbones. Yeah. And you're he, saying he went out of his way to like not blink. Yeah, he went out of his, supposedly he went out of his way to not blink. Which, I didn't see I didn't see him blink. Yeah, no, I was I, I was watching him. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like Well, I think that's another hint at him being in tune. Yeah, yeah. Tunes don't necessarily need to blink. Yeah, right. that's a that's a good acting choice. I mean his eyes are fake, so yeah. right. this movie did well enough that with the author of the book, when he when he like wrote the sequel, he like retconned it. Oh so that it was like it was like more in line with this movie wow. instead of his actual book. Well, no, the sequ- he made the sequel so that like the first book like was like a dream or like something like that. Hmm. Oh. Because that was how that was how like popular this movie that that was how wow. much, that was how much he liked this movie. Dang. That's kind of cool to like be a writer and you like your not- book and then you're like, oh, we're gonna make a movie. Like, oh, that's cool. Wow, I like what you guys did better than what I did. Right? I bet that's, well, that's how what's gonna happen. That's how Game of Thrones. That's how Bob Dylan felt about. Um, um, all along the Watchtower. He liked the Jimmy Hendrix version better than his own. Wow. That's, that's not how Rick Riordan felt. <laughs> about what? Oh, about... Uh, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. Rick Riordan now refuses to watch adaptions of his work because the movie was sad. So he's never seen the musical. He's that's like, sad. I heard it was good. You guys should go see it. I'll never watch it. <laughs> how sad oh. that they like, take something and just like, destroy it. Yeah. 
I forgot that I keep I I forget that there's a sequel to the Light Thief. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, a... that there's a filmed sequel to the Lightning Thief. Yep, <laughs> yep, it exists. I watched it once. I've never. Seen, I've. There are worse things you could do with two and a half hours of your life, but not many. <laughs> I've never. I, I don't think. I don't think I've. Because I read the. I read the first Percy Jackson books, and that's all I read of Rick Riordan. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Definitely never seen the movie. But apparently it's not great. They changed the plot. It's not great. Mm. <laughs> Looks at my whiteboard. Days I've complained about the Percy Jackson film. <laughs> zero. <laughs> it was zero yesterday, too. <laughs> Crossing a lot of things off that list. Okay. Anyway. Um, so... <laughs> we have any last thoughts? No, we're good. All right. Do you guys have anything you want to plug or you know advertise your social media or something that you're working on or? My Twitter is at friend of the dev, and I mainly reblog things I think are funny and um, or I think are political, <laughs> and I um, I tweet about. Conspiracy theories and horror movies. Nice. Yep. <laughs> those are those are the the that is the main uh, original content I put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find our podcast at Drawn Out Cast on Twitter, Twitter and Insta. And um, you can uh, join our Facebook group, Drawn Out Chats, and email us at drawnoutcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week we'll we'll have a mini sode for you. Any idea what we're going to watch? No idea what we're going to watch. We never do. We never We've do. stopped pretending <laughs> that we know what we're going to watch for the mini before we before Chase shows up at my house. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> it's um, so if you have a short, you can recommend us a short. Yeah. Um, and that's it. This has been a closing of Drawn Out, but not necessarily a Drawn Out closing. <laughs>